Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hey. Today we'll be talking the first season of Pantheon, which is a new show on AMC Plus and High Dive that just ended. Its finale just aired, and we've watched it. And we'll be talking about the entire season here today, starting with the spoiler-free section. Uh, Here's an introduction to Pantheon, based on a collection of short stories from author Ken Liu about uploaded intelligence, or human consciousness uploaded to the cloud. Pantheon focuses on Maddie, a bully teen who who receives mysterious help from someone online. Um, I'm thinking that probably many people have not seen the show yet, considering it is an AMC Plus show, which or is heard a, about it even. or heard about it or heard of AMC Plus. Even. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say I barely heard of AMC Plus before. Uh, so I will say that episode one is available for free on YouTube or on demand. So you can check out the first episode of Pantheon. In addition, we will be uh, spoiler free here in the beginning. I encourage you to keep listening to hear our thoughts on the show. I will say at the top, I love this show. I think it's really incredible. So I highly recommend people check this out. Uh, like, I think probably a lot of people not having seen it yet listening here. So I either stop, go watch now, or keep listening. We could, we'll try to convince you in the spoiler-free section. And then uh, eventually we'll get into spoilers. Those timestamps will be in the podcast description when spoilers start. Also, if you're just listening, I will say very clearly, when spoilers start, this is a very heavy serialized show. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, I'll also say this is an hour long animated drama. Um, so if you're a frequent listener to this podcast, that should be enough to convince you probably immediately. This is like one of the, uh, handful of hour long American animated dramas we've ever gotten. But by hour long, you mean like with commercials, right? Aren't they like 40 minutes? Yes. Yeah, they're like 45 minutes. Yes. Uh, exactly. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a sci-fi technology show, uh, really good. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go over it, but, uh, uploaded intelligence, uh, if that seems interesting, we'd recommend checking it out. Uh, and I think that's basically everything here to cover at the beginning. Um, but yeah, so it was an eight episode season and it just finished. So we are going to start with some spoiler free thoughts on Pantheon. We will try to, uh, keep everything to a minimum. I think it's pretty hard to talk about things spoiler-free for this show. It's extremely serialized. I have a lot of spoilers. So uh, however we want to tr- try to get into this, Michelle, uh, what what are your uh, overall thoughts on this first season of Pantheon? <laughs> the, uh, I really like this show also. I feel like my, my like getting into Pantheon was basically – being on Twitter, seeing um, some of the people who worked on the show tweeting about it when it first came out and the first couple episodes dropped, be like, ah, I'm so glad our show's out in the world. Like, this is such a great show, you guys. Um, and uh, I was I was struck by the uh, poster art, just, like, because you just see, like, the main character and then, like, her, her, her avatar um for being online and i was like oh it's like a lady and it's like maybe sci-fi technology so i'm like okay <laughs> this seems <laughs> if they had me as that person i might not have been as excited if it was just some guy i'd be like mm, okay maybe maybe sometime but i was immediately very excited they chose the right character to highlight and um i think uh, i saw the first two at once and i was like <laughs> I went from like, oh, this is like such an interesting 
like concept to like, oh my God, this is really stressful to like, oh my God, this is so smart, but also extremely stressful, but I love it. Give me more stress. And that's a lot of what this show felt like, especially the first half, I would say. Um, but it's, it's such a, it's such a strong show. I love how smart the writing is. I love, I was saying this to Alex at some point that like, I love that we have this kind of focus on an animated adult series that's not a comedy and also is not related to anything superhero adjacent. Because there's a lot of like interesting superhero animated shows that are either have come out or are going to come out soon. Um, and I think that's great. I'm glad they exist, but also things besides being superhero concepts should also exist. Yeah. So that was one of the things I really liked just that this was more of a sci-fi feel. Uh, more of its own thing, a bit more refreshing in my opinion, uh, and I love it. I think it's fantastic. It is, it is like you're gonna be thinking some deep thoughts with some of these concepts. I would say while you're watching, but that's part of the fun. You get to chew on a little nugget after every episode and be like, oh man, what if this did happen? That'd be a lot. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with all that. And in terms of the superhero thing, yeah, totally. We were that we we were talking about this sort of thing on the Arcane podcast, Beatrice and Ali, and uh, it was like at at some point I I noticed like I think the only original like not adaptation uh, like adult animated show we've ever gotten is undone like i literally can't yeah, even think of the like, second one seriously. and this is an adaptation but it's basic it's like the most original concept like along with that show i feel like that we've ever seen so i totally agree with that and yeah the super shows are great but it's so nice to see something like so original even even if it's mm -hmm. based on short stories which are also extremely original themselves uh alex your thoughts on this pantheon season yeah, I had a really good time with, with this show as well. It's a, um, a, de a delightful surprise, you know, given the, the lack of uh, bu buzz around it, really. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I think the se the serious tone of it that it maintains throughout the entire season in itself is a breath of fresh air, given, like, how much, like, sci-fi comedy and animated uh, sci-fi comedy we get. Like to, to have one that like actually deals with the you know the serious ramifications of some of these uh, things, it, it feels nice to like see see um play out like this. Um, I enjoy the fact that while it lets you in pretty early on uh, that that there's you know a, a uh, it's bigger than this one family like just from the log line you you read right that there's just someone online that's helping out it's like it starts a little bit small and it keeps expanding its scope expanding its scope the stakes gradually increase i think it does a really good job of like maintaining that momentum through the entire season to uh, through to the finale um which i think you know makes it so that it's a, a drama that like really keeps you invested all the way through um i think that they did a pretty good job um balancing their their storylines because there's a couple of like main characters you're following and i i think that that is also like a task to make sure that you care about uh, about all the sides equally and i think that they do a good job with that um, I, I think it just has a very sharp look to it. Um, uh, yeah, it was just it was it was really exciting to to follow this through. Um, I actually was a little bit surprised, um, you know, that that there's and th there's a lot there that makes me excited for a season two. So I'm I'm happy to see that they've done like the work to to build you up there as well. Um, yeah, so you know, all, all, this was a a very uh, fun, exciting. 
and uh, and surprising um, experience uh, getting to getting to enjoy this uh, little um, hidden gem. Uh, I, I hope more people um, check it out. Awesome, definitely. And uh, season two is confirmed. So if you're one of those people that only wants to watch things if they are guaranteed a, a conclusion, I do think probably the show will conclude with season two. But we'll see. We can talk about that. Um, but we are getting an eight episode second season as well that it was initially greenlit along with season one. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you guys said. Uh, just Pantheon, one of the most kind of interesting and engaging shows uh, for the of the year of the last few years I've seen, live action or animated, like any anything. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, watching it week to week. Uh, it's it's uh, it's really ambitious. This show, like I think it's inc- really wild at mm-hmm. times. Like what's going on? Mostly that's good. I'd say ninety percent that's good. I also think it's very messy this season, which is kind of part of the fun. <laughs> uh, it is part of the fun. They have big they have big dreams for this show. You gotta swing it, some times and see if it lands. It, it is exploring the mess of what would happen if this. Was oh yeah, a lot was allowed. It's, it's a big messy <laughs> question. And- yeah. Yeah, and part, part of it is, yeah, the, the show itself sometimes gets that territory. But, um, yeah, it's like I have, like, a ton of highlights I want to go over and also a ton of criticisms. But all of the criticisms <laughs> are, like, fun. Like, I like I have fun yeah. with all of them. They're not, like, things I'm angry about. Like, uh, it's – it's I, I just – I personally have a ton of fun with this show. And I think a lot of people got very stressed out. Like Michelle said, I feel like that's probably a reaction. It's fun to be stressed. Yeah, I it's think it's really that for me. Fun. It's, like, fun stress. Yeah. Like, mostly fun, a little stress. I think p- other people might have a more stressed reaction. I'm not sure. But either way, it's like super engaging. And I totally agree. Super thought provoking this show. Uh, This show got me thinking about these philosophical concepts uh, that uh, I'm I'm somewhat prone to think about anyway. But not many other (laughs) shows like launch that uh, with uh, these concepts and how they're explored throughout the season. And the show explores a lot of it and some things it doesn't explore. And it's like... uh, we can we could talk about that like we like we could spend this podcast talking about philosophy the entire time i assume we won't but that that this is the that type of show it's that like intelligent and thought provoking um and it's also just incredibly fun outside of that so um like could, really couldn't recommend this more highly especially if you're into uh, any sort of sci-fi or technology show which i am and this is my, this is my type of show and i basically watch every uh, show that's like this on TV. Most, almost all of them are live action. Um, so I, mm-hmm. there might be comparisons to be made. I guess, for instance, Westworld. Uh, I think if you like Westworld, you'll definitely like the show. I think the show is not as ridiculous in some ways as Westworld. In some ways, it is as ridiculous. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, the, it Maybe goes a, a, a little bit more of a focused Black Mirror. <laughs> Uh, black, you got a black mirror, uh, you can send Junipero type concept going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, one of my all-time favorites, Mr. Robot. Uh, I would say if you like Mr. Robot, <laughs> you would like this for sure. Uh, this is less gritty than Mr. Robot, but I, also uh, a lot of things uh, reminded me, including like a... Uh, one of the highlights of the season is a, a mystery uh, throughout the season that uh, you will probably love, as we probably loved, and we'll talk about that. Um, also, a lot of hacking. Yes, I, there are scenes yeah, where there's people hacking stuff. I was like, like, okay. On keyboards, Mr. if you like that, because we all do that. So it's like you're really there in the show. I... One extended <laughs> hacking sequence involving moving a phone via vibrations. That, so, yeah. Yes! You're... Uh... So, so riveting, though. You're like, is he going to make it? Is it going to work? That was that was one of the most wild ones. Okay, uh but yeah, so other other uh, spoiler free uh, things other than wild opinions, Michelle. Any um, hints of your your favorite parts? 
How do I hint without it being like a full-on oh. spoiler? Uh, you, there's some, there's some like uh, uh, gory imagery that I did not expect. But man, I don't think I'm gonna forget it like ever. And that's a, I mean, I love horror, and this is like this is a type of horror, yeah. And I love that. Um, and again, that's the kind of like, you don't see that in a lot of shows, especially not animated shows. So I love that they had the freedom to go there. And I think that's one of the things animation's great for. So more scary visuals, please. More things that just like are seared into your mind forever because they're so uncomfortable, but also so fascinating. So fascinating. Uh, yeah. And I also, in terms of the animation use, I think uh, a fight we just saw in the finale is one of the best anim- uses of animation oh, we can talk yeah. more about that they um, so much fun planning out how that was going to be choreographed you can tell yeah. just watching it alex for you any uh vague highlights um what i will say is that at least for me um the ep- episode one is good but I, I don't think I really got hooked by this until the end of episode two and episode three. Like the, that, 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 especially episode three, which I'll just say out front is my favorite of, of the show. Like I, I think that that is, is a good encapsulation of like how well the show does at balancing uh, um, the, the the three main characters you're you're following and like get, get gets all of them and. One of them has, like, a lot of interesting imagery. One of them connects the philosophical questions to the emotional effects of considering those philosophical questions. And another one is, like, just, like, elevating the conspiracy that the show is working through. So, like, it's all, like, the big elements of the show that were, and they all work really well in in that episode in particular so i would just urge anybody who's like maybe like episode one like isn't quite hooking them i would urge you to try to get to at least three because i, I personally i think that's like the best a, a very good representation of how that how the show works at its best Nice. I think I watched the. I caught up after three, and like, so it kind of blends together all the first three for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, the anime rule of three applies here. You gotta watch the end of three. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I'll, I'll also say, I, I, once you get into the second half of the season, I think a lot of things start to go off the rails, and it's a lot of amazing oh, moments. Yeah. So I would definitely stick around for uh, some of these some of these great great moments we're gonna talk about here. Okay. That being said, I think it's time to get into spoilers. For all of season one of Pantheon, so let's give a big spoiler warning here that we're about to talk about. I'm gonna initially so the first thing is we're gonna talk about the finale because it just came out. So don't listen if you haven't seen all eight episodes of Pantheon season one. Uh, so make sure you watch them in order. Uh, I assume they got the order fixed, uh, but be careful about that. Uh, but yeah, so please pause it here, go and catch up all of season one of Pantheon. Spoilers are starting now. Okay. Big finale uh, that we just saw. Michelle, what's standing out to you from the finale? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I I mean, I guess I should have assumed it would end on an intense cliffhanger. But, yeah, like, it definitely, like, that, I mean, I'm curious. It, I feel like the tone of season two is probably going to be very different just based on how everything was kind of like unfolding mystery. Like, oh, is this person going to be a clone? Maybe. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. Oh, is this person, is the dad going to like degrade it? Like, yeah, that definitely happens. So moving on from that. Like there are a lot of plot points that I'm really curious about, but also like, like you've said, Dylan, like the, the second half of the season, like it grows on such a scale where we're, now we're worried about like 
international warfare. Whereas, like, the first four episodes is just like, ooh, like, are Maddie and Caspian ever going to meet? Like, how's that going to go? Like, it's just very different priorities that was my. That was my, that's still my priority. That was my favorite too! They got to come back, they got to meet again. I, do you ship them? Oh, we're talking about this right away. I I ship them so much! I love Maddie and Caspian! (laughs) Okay, fun question. Do you think Caspian's hot? Because, like, oh my god. I'm like, yes. If I was 17, this would be my favorite type of man. Yeah, I guess so, in that kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He's like, but also Steve Jobs. Like, what a world. Right. It's it's weird that he's, he's like, tech founder, but, like, kind of, like, hot guy emo. Like, it's it's interesting combo. That top hair foosh, like that. That's what the, the Steve Jobs character should have done his first time he was alive. He got it right as a clone. It's definitely. A... I was like, yeah. Steve Jobs Comics came back to life. Skateboards. He's so cool. Skateboards. Yeah. So like little, like like not athletic, but like athletic adjacent because he knows. <laughs> my, so the, with the shipping, the, my reaction, I was so, the show kept me so busy. I didn't even consider shipping Maddie and Caspian oh. until they met in episode six and I, it exploded for, I was like, oh my God, this is everything now. The cool girl with the, with the bleached hair came in. I was like, this can't, this can't last forever because Maddie's the main character. And even How she- early were you thinking about them before they met? Soon as started messaging each other i was oh, like wow. yes zoomers are gonna crack the code and work together <laughs> to blow this wide open they gotta it's them against the world of logarithms i was so in as soon as they started messaging each other online i was like please oh let this happen yeah they met online it's so good okay yeah uh, <laughs> it's definitely happening by the way it's definitely yes, happening it- yeah, they're going through a rough patch right now, but they'll fig- they'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah, maybe awkward if uh, he's like, "Hey, meet another version of your dad." Uh, this- I don't know how that's gonna land. I mean, this—I will say this is one thing I came around to. So at the beginning of the show, I was like, "I'm kind of on the mom's side." Like, I kind of agree with, like with Ellen initially that like this is not like David. This dad. This is not the dad. The human dad died. This is like a UI upload of his consciousness, but like to like to what degree? They claim it's like a hundred percent him, but like how do you prove that? This technology seems very new, and I was like, I don't like I don't believe this is a real person. No, like this guy like seems sentimental, but also he's doing some sketchy stuff. Like he bullied all those kids at his daughter's school which is like kind of a sus thing to do and he's like trying to talk to the mom a bunch and ruined her date with that perfectly nice man <laughs> um but by the end by the finale um i was like yeah okay maybe he's like he's like 90 percent basically her dad even if he's not the human dad and i really came around to that as a concept because i was fighting it for a long time so i do feel like the show convinced me that that was real. But yeah, we bring a third dad into the mix in season two. I feel like he's not going to react well to that. And it could be amazing for that... relationship drama specifically. Yeah, that's really interesting that you were had that kind of mental uh, arc throughout the season of like navigating is that how much of that is her dad. I thought the show didn't approach that as much as I would have liked. Like, I think uh, and I, you make a good point that with the mom, I think that's probably where they get into a lot and a lot. But one of the philosophy things is I think like I was kind of expecting them to get into, oh, OK, it's an uploaded version of her dad. 
but that's not her dad. That's like a different right? person. What do we? Where uh, do we decide? But I don't think the show ever happened. really got into that too much. Maybe a little bit at the end I, with the Cody I dis- Laurie. Thing. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree a lot on that. I think that they hit it pretty hard in the early episodes of. Yeah, really, of the they kind of like, left it alone after that. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, I, don't remember, I, I but... think at some point they get to a place where like Ellen accepts it, and it's like oh, okay, like we don't need to like uh, um, linger on this anymore because we've discussed it enough that she feels mm-hmm. comfortable with it going forward. But like I do think like episode like the episodes two, three, and like when Cody comes into the midst too, they have like a lot of long conversations. Like there's that scene where they're out on the porch uh, talking about this, and like Ellen is like venting to Cody, like it's not human. Like I. Don't I can't like wrap my head around this. Uh, so like I, I love the fact that they like set aside a lot of time for that conversation. And I think it's one that like a- as it keeps going, uh, also like um, the discussions between um, it, between David and uh, and Lori as well about like you know like what what what's keeping you alive and like what is like making you conscious. Like that's like kind of connected as well. Like it is it like love that gives us like that extra thing that makes us human or conscious or whatever so like, i think that that's like connected to that whole conversation so I, I do think that at least in the first half of the season they they give it a lot of attention nice yeah i haven't i haven't revisited the first half in a while so i think that might be why um it feels like they accepted at some point but um mm-hmm. it's, i think i think may, maybe it's coming back now that we're getting a new version of his dad and then maybe a new version of Lori if they well, go in that direction well, yeah, because like it, later on in the season, uh, Cody has to have that conversation with with Laurie. Right? Uh, well, I mean, Laurie has it with yeah, Cody. Like, like the version of me that doesn't love you. Yeah, uh, exactly. And it's like, yeah. well, how do you handle like a reset in personality? Like, is that the, like are you're starting over? So now you have to deal with like two different people that existed, even though they're the same person like that. That's like a different question that also could be answered in a couple of different ways. Yeah, that's another interesting spin on that kind of uh, concept. Yeah. Um, I also also say right now I think the whole uploaded intelligence concept is super ridiculous. Uh, so that's maybe because uh, <laughs> wow. wow. there's just like so much nuance to like different parts of the brain and how could you make it like a there's, there's no like artificial intelligence which will person. never happen in our lifetime. That's like <laughs> way that's way more realistic than oh, uploading you know, a person. Do- Dolly and uh, all the weird like crazy advances we're having there. Yeah, I mean, we're advancing. I mean, we, you, you, you won't get a sentient artificial intelligence, but uh, that's, like, at least a concept that makes mm-hmm. sense. This whole concept is, like, completely ridiculous, but the show, like, is, like, okay, we're, this is what's happening. We're still and then gonna do it, yeah. We're accepting it, and now we're, like, doing it and dealing with the ramifications. So I love, I love that, and I think it's, like, the right tone for this stupid concept. Like, it's, like, this show's gonna be super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and not, not to say the concept is stupid. I just, I just, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit more out there than. Uh, some it's other not ones. stupid. It's just ridiculous, and ridiculous <laughs> isn't like a negative. It's just a descriptor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I it's think not, it's my not thing, a like the thing I was harping on in terms of like David not being her dad, because I got into this like discussion myself about like, okay, can he be her dad, but then not like be human? Is does he still consider himself human as an uploaded intelligence? Because my thing is like. If you if you're an uploaded intelligence and you can suddenly start playing 5D chess, like you you are interacting with interfaces in a way that is completely not human at all. And I feel like like especially like when we were seeing like Chada, you know, like start to figure out like how he escaped like his his workroom eventually. I think that was like episode three, right? 
Um, and, and he starts having to think about the the cloud in terms of like the non-physicality of his body and the ways he can manipulate code and data. Like, I feel like my, my perspective was that if they can do that, they are a little more removed from the human experience. And that is like a price that is paid for transversing like the laws of physicality. Like maybe you do kind of lose aspects of yourself and maybe you become a very different type of if we want to consider them people, like you're a very different type of person. And like, what does that mean in terms of their humanity? Do they have like morals? I mean, kind of, but also those morals seem to like disintegrate depending on the person over time. And like, what does that mean? Right? So like on a level, I'm like, yeah, David's her dad. Uh, he has a lot of sentimental human characteristics of her dad but also maybe he's not quite her dad her like her he's not human anymore and that's okay but that means like the the ui dad is going to be a very different dad who can do very different things that human dad never could and that's a different that's a different dad it's a different dad yeah different dad yeah there's the there's that thought of is it the same person and then there's the thought of is it a person at all and uh, how the show you're getting into like how the show deals with uh, the uploaded intelligence integrating with the cloud and everything all the technology and online that's like a major part of the show and uh, i think seeing how they visually represent that uh throughout the season is a big highlight and a big kind of purpose of the show it helps a lot yeah, because that is that is a, a big part of the the books as well. I'll, I'll refer at some point reference the the short stories, but uh, it's like seeing seeing this. It's not it's not just that it's a person who gets uploaded and they're sitting on one server. It's like a person gets uploaded and they can interact with the oh, entire technology of the world. That's kind of the concept, yeah. Um, and then the concept of like because they can do that, they're gods, and that's kind of the premise of the the, the books, um, which I think the show at varying points kind of kind of hits on here. Um, I guess the name band down. We can talk about that. Uh, okay, Alex, uh, where, wherever you want to take this. A few further comments. We we're kind of talking about the UIs as a mm. concept uh, topic, or if you want to get back to the finale. Well, no, I, I think the most interesting part of the show is honestly the questions it raises of, of like trying to figure out how you view these characters. So I'm more interested in that conversation. Um, I think um, something that Michelle um, brought up with the idea of like morality, I think that that's also something that comes – and you know, Dylan, you, you described like they talk about themselves as gods at various points. And um, especially Laura, um, David and Lori talk about like we shouldn't be, have this power. Like we're like – Right, right. It's too much. Whereas uh, Chanda's like full full go, like we got to take advantage of this power, and so you also like get into a little bit of like if power corrupts absolutely, and like the more power that you have, the more e- uh, easy it is to slip into taking actions that uh, you without consider fully considering the consequences of who you're affecting. Um, so like so when you t- when you see like Chanda take these like extreme actions that like on their face it's like why are you doing this like this is, this is like uh, just like purely sowing chaos but it's like yeah this person who uh, we see like a little bit of his backstory like he was always an angry person uh, all very alone so it's like it, the, all of a sudden he's given this power and like it, that that's what he decides to to do with it, but it's because of like giving this power to someone who t- does not have the 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 background to prepare him for something like that that allows that to happen and thus mess with the entire world. So I I, I also appreciate like seeing seeing that happen in different ways because also like you have David right who's like 
really anchored to his love for for Maddie specific, specifically, and like once that uh, his final action right is based on he he had no longer was able to to stay to stay alive. So and uh, he trusted Maddie to at that point to do you know move forward. Um, but like uh, that was what was keeping him anchored for so long, and also what makes um, Caspian feel somewhat okay with like handing handing the keys over to Dan, to David because otherwise, like I mean, Laurie also with her power was kind of like getting erratic too. So it just it, it, I, I I I like that that factor as well, like seeing how like this this added power that a superhuman affects these people in in a couple of in 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 varying uh, factors. Yeah. I, I agree. That's super interesting. And, and seeing as these like former humans with these godlike powers, what are their, uh, what, what type of actions will they take? I think that was really interesting. The background of the characters they presented, I'll get into that as some of the highlights. I think that's some of the best parts of the show. I will say one of my, as one of my first criticisms, I think the actions of the, the three UIs, uh, in the last three episodes specifically, I didn't really understand why they were doing anything. Um, I think the show kind of tries to explain it, uh, but, uh, and including in the finale, um, I, I felt like, and I think maybe part of it is supposed to be opaque because they are these like maybe above human morals to a certain extent. Um, and maybe that's what they're going for. Uh, but I had a little bit of a hard time following the differences in opinion of, uh, should we let the world know? Should we send out these plans? Uh, David at the end in the finale in an incredible moment does decide to send out the message. Um, Seemingly for more sentimental reasons than logical reasons, but at least that's how the finale presents it. And it's like unclear to know if like that, it, like it, you see him do that, you see the aftermath of it, and it's like, well, did this like actually help anything? And then even like when Caspi's like, all right, yeah, this will be the end of everything. You see everyone rioting; it's definitely going to end. And, and it's then, interesting because we're not even yeah. sure if this is correct, Yeah, and it's you like, know? well, no, now everyone's just going to do it in secret and claim that they got rid of stuff, but there's no stopping this. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like, I think that was a really good point. Yeah, like, there's no, it's just, it's, it's up to the ante of what could have taken maybe several more decades, but now it's happening. What do you do? How You can't stop it. How do you control it? Yeah, I think, like, control is the thing they're trying to mitigate, right? It's just, like, how do we make the best out of this in a way that benefits us personally. Um, but there's no way to stop it. And the idea that like, and I love this. This is, this is why it gets so like rabbit holy. If they're always, if they, everyone has a backup, that means like Chanda has a backup and like, like, ev- like the Steve Jobs character has a backup and like everyone has a backup. And I mean, that just, that's really stressful, but really exciting. Um, but it also seems like, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with either of them that, one, people needed to know. Because like, I was trying to remember Chano's point. So he's like, oh, yeah, I told, like, six, like, countries that I have determined can handle this information in a way that is still ultimately for the good of humanity. And that's fine. And then Lori was like, no, that's crazy. Now, like, all these people know it's going to be an arms race in terms of who can get more UIs online faster. This is terrible. I have to warn everyone in the world, which also seems like a really bad idea. 
And then they fight about it, and then Lori dies, and then David is like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna send her a message out." And I'm still like, "Was that a good idea? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone really won there. It's just escalation after escalation." Uh, very confusing, and I think Shonda's initial plan is also kind of hard to follow, which ended up being, yeah, uh, yeah we're going to send it to the intelligence agencies. He wants it to be a secret. I think ultimately Shonda wants... How is it going to be a secret? You tell, like, six different countries. So, yeah, secret? his point was it would balance out. I think it's a sketchy reasoning, no. but he he wants it to be a secret. Yeah. Lori wants to tell everyone. Shonda, I, I think, if I'm remembering, Shonda ultimately wants everyone to be uploaded because he was designing yeah. the virtual world. Yeah. So that's kind and of... he was, I think... like, lonely, like Alex said. Like, mm-hmm. I do think his backstory is really important it's like well if if we can all be free from like the drudges of normal society and how that makes us sad lonely people we can like be born again i get that and and also like alex said it's like yeah if you have that amount of power why wouldn't you want to do something kind of personal and kind of stupid (laughs) when you can when you have the resources to make that happen I totally get it. I do think one of the things I appreciate about Pantheon is that it's like, yeah, you want to see what kind of asinine decisions human beings would make if they were uploaded to the cloud. This is what they do. It doesn't, it might seem like a bad idea, but it is like a very like human thing to do. Yeah. And decisions in the moment. Um, to to speak a little toward uh, in in favor of of Lori's plan here, um, I, I do think that there's also this element, right? Of uh, Shonda wants to keep it in the hands of the of the, of the intelligence you. agencies and the yeah. military. And throughout history, um, people get angry and annoyed if they find out that the government has been hiding things from them. So I do think that Lori ha- like. Ha- is following precedent here in history of like no we can't let things that that this important be secret like this is like something that the public has a right to know is happening with their with like their tax dollars or with their government or whatever but like they need to know that it's happening because uh, this is so powerful imagine what like what things they could do unchecked right like it's the, the idea like public pressure would do something now in both cases in Lori's case and in Shonda's case there's a bit of naivete going on right it's like the, you're looking at the ideal ways that both of these things could work out without considering that humanity d- does not always work well as a group <laughs> like you don't always like smell gel together to do the correct thing like there's always differences and pr- the ways that we split up into different factions and thus stuff does not get done as quickly or as obviously as they should be so i i think that also speaks to the disconnect that happened that, that may happen when you get uploaded right you're like you're looking at it from the the the, co- the code perspective and you've kind of lost the the human perspective of how people react to these things yeah and i think that the finale i agree that that's something uh, the show is really interested in the finale shows a lot of protests and stuff like that and in reaction that was that was a big thing there um yeah, I think all this range. I guess I guess Lori do- ultimately doesn't want people uploaded. Um, don't even remember if that's true or not. Uh, but uh... yeah, I mean, she. I'm trying to remember. Did she agree? When it happened to her? No, she she was unconscious. She she got yeah. she got knocked down in a car accident. So like it doesn't seem like she had much of a choice. She was she was taken to continue her work as an accountant, which I don't know anybody willingly would do. You know? Yeah. Who who would want that to just be their job? And like David, like he he was more aware um, of yeah. what the UI process was. 
but even, I, th- I think so... I think Cody consented to it, but they lied to them after. Uh, yeah, it's it's really it's in- also interesting. Uh, by the, in the first short story, uh, they don't even they, they, there's no consenting. They do this and they don't even tell you. Like, uh, and oh, so, wow. so, I thought, so it's interesting. The show kind of made it a little bit more less evil uh, in a way. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, back to the finale. We can we can come back to all these things uh, quickly on the finale. I I, lo- I, th- I thought the finale was really good. To me, the highlight is the the fight scene between the. Uh, the, the UIs with uh, David and Shonda, which I thought was some of the best animation uh, I've seen. I've seen in a while. So creative, so interesting. Um, and like I said, I think the show visually exploring uh, the how the UIs interact uh, in in the yeah. cloud uh, is, is throw extra arms, have seven sword knives, do whatever you. Yeah, I th- and cloud. I thought there was a lot of like geometric yeah. animation, like breakdowns of backgrounds and scenes and stuff. I thought yeah. it was it was really incredible. Um, and uh, by the way, in the second, and uh, okay, I'll introduce now. So I read I, after the finale, I read the first two short stories that this is based on. Um, the 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 show that it's three. I didn't read the third one. Uh, because I think it's what season two is, but basically the first short story is the first episode, and it's a pretty straight adaptation, the first episode, with the emojis and stuff, of the Maddie stuff. And then the second short story is, interestingly, like, the finale is an adaptation of that in a way, but it's very oh, di- wow. but it's very different. Because uh, the show's gone in, like, such a different direction. I mean, not, like, in a different direction, but it's it's uh, doing its own thing to, like, such an extent. It's really interesting to, like, read the second short story and see, like, okay, I see how they took these elements and did it in, like, a completely different way. Um, but at one point, Maddie is, like, there's an epic fight happening in the servers right now, and I can't see it. And, like, no one could even see it, but it's, like, the the biggest fight in history. And that's in the story. And then the show gets to visualize that, like, in, yeah. in, in the finale. That's like that. That's really cool. Um, there's also an incredible scene with, I guess, when uh, uh, David is dying, um, I, when he's like the big white thing, and yeah, uh, yeah I there. really liked that. To me, that was the most striking image of the finale. Yeah, like, that was really incredible imagery yeah, as good. well. I was a little confused what was happening. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, dying. dying from the flaw, so, dying from Shonda. Uh, dying. I, I think from, well, the dying combination. The energy of uploading the message. Cause yeah, dying from the message. Yeah, so this is him dying. disintegrating from, like, running out of, yeah, of fuel, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And before that, the reason that he's so drained at that point is that he, he's been beaten down by by Shonda and the other UIs. And like the, the animation of him like decaying and breaking down. And it's, uh, before this, you, you've you been seeing that with Laurie throughout over the over the course of the season as well. Like, I think that's it highlights the usage of animation that you can like sprinkle in mm-hmm. stuff like that all the time to like give you a status of uh, how um, of what where they're at right now. <laughs> I think I think Pantheon had to be animated, uh, which I think is awesome. Like I think this is this is yeah. the type of show, and and this shows w- why we should have more adult animated shows because you can't do a Pantheon in in live action where so much takes place in the cloud. I mean, you could, but it would be mostly CGI, which would be animation anyway, yeah. right? Like like yeah, would... I, I think it's more like there's so much live action sci-fi that like relies on CGI and whatnot, but like I, I think that you're limiting yourself sometimes with that. Like animation has gives you a lot more freedom to think of like what things would look like a hundred or a thousand years from now and you can really play around with that stuff so it's nice to see that something like pantheon get to play in that in in a serious way 
Yeah. Uh, Plus, I, like, the, I think the issue with having a, a live action show that relies a lot, really heavily in CGI is like you still have physical actors who are like in a green screen room with nothing they can really touch or feel or interact with, right? Mm-hmm. Where if it's all animated, everything suddenly, like, there's no weird uncanny valley there anymore. You can interact with anything in all of the ways all the time, stylize everything, and it's all. It meshes a lot easier. So either bring back really exciting live action sets, which nobody wants to do because it's expensive, or just have more freedom in animation. So I feel like the saddest thing is when you can feel like everything's CGI but the human characters. And it's like, but I don't see any of this. And they're walking around it all weird because it's not really there. Yeah, uh, I, th- I just just seeing the, uh, the the visual representation of the cloud in in the game. Uh, I guess it's the virtual world sometimes, and sometimes it's the rain of winter, uh, like yeah. World of Warcraft type game. And I'm a little unclear what was what in the finale. Maybe they blended together. Um, I think they blended together because like the weapons definitely felt very rain of winter. And, Matt, and Maddie goes in there in her rain of winter character at some point. Yeah, yeah. and like Chanda even has like I mean he has his own special boy outfit on, so, but it so feels I, more I, like role playing. I believe what's happening there is that Shonda went to these Chinese UIs because the Chinese UIs yeah, have they have to be in the game, in the game yeah. and he wants them there to protect him while he's doing his business. So I believe all of that is happening in the Raid of so, Winter. Yes, yeah, so at least they start in the game and the foundation. Yeah, maybe they break the game or something. But yeah, it's 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 based in the game. I agree. And it's they had to like they had to go to that setup because they like kind of had to visually base it in in something real. Um, I think probably they're animated uh, separate studios or something. Uh, by the way, the game and the main show, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see in season two if, like, I assume they will have to go outside of the realm of the game if you're going to continue to have uh, these sorts of, like, uh, virtual uh, fights and shenanigans going on and uh, probably a lot more type abstract type animation if, if you uh, don't have that foundation. But that was just really fascinating to see the visual choices they made. Um, in, in that realm. In the finale and, and early, I think in 7, there's another fight scene like that. Um, so I, I love that choice from the show of uh, basing things in the, the RPG game, um, which is just one scene in the beginning of the second short story, and they kind of extrapolate that in the show into, into a lot more. So I think that's really cool. Um, uh, the, the finale, oh yeah, the ending of the finale. The, 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 the mood of the ending, I think, was, was incredible. I think I loved um, Caspian, uh, the, the reveal that Caspian gets to choose, the one uh, UI to give integrity to. I think I, I really liked that. Uh, he cho- I like him choosing <sighs> yeah. David, I like him bringing back. All that felt really epic and, and uh, a really kind of somber mood. And then what uh, what's going on on Maddie's side as I guess like the beginning of the apocalypse. Um, and how they they said all of that and ending there and in uh, uh, with with the music, I, th- I I thought that all came together incredibly well. Um, so I, I, I I agree. I do think it speaks a lot of Caspian to immediately be like, oh, I want to give this ultimate power to David. Just it speaks to how few people he knows in his life because David is not a perfect choice. Like David is the best of three kind of not great options. My first thought know. when it's like Caspian gets to choose. <laughs> I was like, not like, David, Caspian, you don't know anyone else. So I know why true. you chose David. I mean, it's a good David's pick a from petty, what we know. Be- David's petty too. In the first two episodes, he's so petty. He's not infallible. But yeah. Caspian only knows five people. So I get it. It's just very funny to me. My first thought when it was Caspian gets to choose is, okay, Caspian, he's going to kill Maddie and then make her the... <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, oh, wouldn't yeah, Maddie? Wouldn't Maddie be, be the perfect? Why, why, did this, well, 
Why did it take such a turn? Oh no! That's the season two finale. Don't leak that. Oh god! I mean, will Maddie be a UI? That's on the table, right? Like uh, everyone could be uploaded. Can Can you be a UI and not die? Because I start to wonder that by the end. Not that that we've seen. You have to die. You have to develop a different way of doing it because the only way we've seen is like literally poking the brain a lot. Your brain layer by layer. Yeah. uh, I, I don't think anybody's coming back from that specifically. Yeah, and we see the American astronaut in the beginning of the finale. She, she has to die to, to get to get uploaded. Kind of a weird choice to introduce that character. I, I assume she'll be a bigger part of, of season two. I'm hoping yeah. so, yeah. She was very cool. Um, she was very, She had such a presence. Like, no one's going to tell her what to do. I liked it. She's just like, yeah, I'll get uploaded. Like, okay, she she volunteers. Yeah, just, That's the one person like, that volunteers. I want to be special. Will this make me special? Okay, let's go. I th- that was another example. I think the show does really nail the b- um, backstory's kind of emotional build up to the UIs. Um, like we get to mm-hmm. see her failing the mission and then choosing to go there. Um, okay, let- getting into favorite favorite parts of Pantheon, favorite scenes. I think we've been talking about it already. Um, since since I'm on that topic, I'll bring up uh, one thing we haven't gotten to yet. I think uh, in episode four, Matt, uh, the Cody and Lori backstory. Um, is a uh, w- emotional backstory set to when in Rome. Uh, there's their song. I th- that's one of my favorite parts of the show. I, I was I was loving that. Um, that's yeah, a I, nice part. It's well, not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Cody and Lori as well. Also, in episode four, the the ending of four with uh, Hannah is uh, revealed to be uh, yeah, in, in on so all, in on the conspiracy. All of the lies stuff with the parents and with Hannah was so fun. Ah, oh, I wish that could have been in the whole show because, like, oh my gosh, like every like thing like falling apart in front of Caspian's face was like yeah. the best his whole world being yeah. alive it's the perfect thing for a moody teen boy to to worry about it's yeah perfect that, age this will be our next big topic uh the, <laughs> the, the caspian reveal in episode five we'll get back to that I, that was one of my highlights um yeah, that was a highlight. i said maddie and caspian meeting in six uh the ending of seven uh laurie's message uh, and then her dying i thought that was really incredible too um uh, other other big highlights you want to talk about now and we'll get to the more specific um, stuff I was going to say for, for a lot of people early on, I think that's like the scene like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, okay, the show's not afraid. All right, it's happening. Oh no, what else could happen? I mean, it was horrifying, but man, it, it, it left an impression. Yeah. <laughs> this is a stupid detail, but I do just want to say his final word was purple. I, I, I Wait, you're right. <laughs> oh god! Seeing him in episode three, like just like how the days never ended, and he like didn't know for so like he, he wasn't registering for him. I was just like, man, capitalism is like this though. Mm-hmm. It's just every day being in a room with a computer, clacking away, making money. Yeah, re- relating to that, like uh, in terms of like favorite part, like parts or elements of Pantheon, I think that the way they they de- they depict like your uh, initial intro to the virtual world is just very good in all the, like the Ch- Chanda's like monotony, and also like the way that like gradually over time like those older uploads like break into his his thing, like it has like horror elements to it of like sneaking around through holes, and obviously their design is very zombie like. And also, like, the idea that 
you initially start like kind of flat because that's all you see yourself as is just code and you don't really become 3d until you've like expanded your mind to understand that you're code uh, you see that especially with, with with david and his like initial fight with with laurie and you see him like extend himself from the flatness to the 3d like it, you can see the process happening uh, i just thought like all oh, that was just like really cool imagery of like how living in the virtual world works yeah I, I, I agree with all that. I remember later on, there's also one scene, David's like, here's my source code for spelling. And he, and he pulls that up. Uh, I, I love all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree with the intro, starting intro to the world. All the early uh, Chanda stuff, really interesting. And we'll talk more about his character. Um, Michelle, any other highlights? Oh, man. Um, I loved any time Caspian's fake parents would be like, all right, we got to do this really important event today for reasons that haven't been made clear to the audience yet. But like that stuff, honestly, just like kind of trying to like uh, theorize about like, okay, this kid's important. These aren't his real parents. Why does any of this matter? He is really smart. What does this mean? Because I think it, it was around maybe episode three when I was like, what if like we have seen that Steve Jobs guy reference and he was in a flashback and this kid's really smart could this be his clone yeah let, let, let's talk about Caspian later was so great always oh, the best yeah Caspian okay. is so fun okay uh Caspian by the way an original character to the show not even in the oh books, what so pretty that's the pretty best incredible character is original oh my god because, like, I'll say this, like, Maddie is also, like, the main character, but, like, I feel about her saying this. She gets more interesting later, but for, like, a lot of the early stuff, she's just, like, a person that things happen to that are interesting, but she's not very interesting. But Caspian is uh, very interesting yeah, from the I, I, start. Agree, I agree with that. We'll come back to that. Uh, Caspian, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, he's probably the best character, right, in, in the show. Um Especially the five episodes. Uh, He's definitely one of the easiest to root for, I would say. Up until the finale, because then he assumes the duties of his his OG daddy, you know? OG daddy. Well, yeah, the Steve Jobs is is like him, but it's not him. It's like his OG daddy, because he's a clone. I think it's more of an OG self. OG Um, self? Mm, I feel like Caspian's his own person, though. I feel like... But then again, I guess they, they describe they describe the process. More, I mean, a clone can't be that you can never. Uh, this is the thing that I thought was like the funniest thing about them deciding to make a clone. It's like you you cannot replicate someone's upbringing because like social norms have changed in like fifty years. Like environments change. The slightest thing could affect like everything. So just like having the same traumatic events broadly applied to a separate clone is never going to make them exactly what you want. All you've made is just a really smart clone who's going to do whatever they want with their smart brain. So I am curious to see like how he might be making decisions differently even if he does assume the position cuz he can never 100% be Steve Jobs. He just can't. I'm sorry. I'm never going to say the real <laughs> What is- Stephen Holstrom? Steve Holstrom. Uh, no, I'm just gonna say Steve Jobs. It's, just, it's Steve Jobs. We don't know it's Steve Jobs. He's never gonna be Steve Jobs, and I love that. And I hope they get into that more in season two because, like, there's just there's too much nuance to that to unpack with cloning. You can't replicate the environment unless it was a simulated environment, you know, online. Then maybe you could do everything right. But no, not a chance in real time. 
in 2022, teenage 17-year-old, it's not going to be the same as when Steve Jobs was a kid. You just can't. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. By the way, Steve Jobs was not a not a genius like this, by the way. Uh, but uh, I know. I, this is a the very te- the tech founder kind of, yeah. The, 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 yeah. the analog. Uh, he's, I totally, he's I, old, wrinkly. He's got glasses. You know, he wears And he might have worn a black turtleneck in the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree that all the explanation of like we're trying to replicate him through these like inflection points that was like all such crap. Like, is I, I, compl- I, love it I completely like, disagree that this, but yeah, like, it's so this, fun. This it was they, they never work, but let's try anyway. Okay, and, it, and it's like the show isn't saying that he's because clearly Caspian's a different person. So I, it's not oh, even yeah. that the show's saying it's true, but they kind of seem to endorse that they could replicate the intelligence. Which I also yeah. think is crap, like that you can replicate yes. the intelligence <laughs> development that way. Uh, I love it. But th- that's the thing. It's like I completely disagree with this. But the show goes in on it so hard; it's so fun. Like, yeah, it's uh, like so it, fun. it just really commits to these out there t- things like this, and 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 it re- look it. But uh, yeah, the ca- Michelle, you 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 love Caspian, you seem like. Okay. <laughs> or do you love the the mystery surrounding him? I, I mean, my favorite Caspian was a combination of him, like, slowly hacking his way to the truth. Um, him making friends with somebody who's also going through their experience dealing with UI, um, which is Maddie. And also just, like, the, the his parents are a sham. What, what the heck is that? What, is the, what does this mean for him? And then the reality, like, destroying his life. Like, all that's just really fun. And he's, like... Not that morally new. Like, he's selfish, but, like, he's not, like, I don't know, on a level of, like, him to, like, Chanda, I feel like there's, he's only, like, a certain amount of selfish. Like, I do love when Maddie pushes back against him in the last couple episodes when he's like, all right, you got to be my fail-safe. If like, you don't hear from me for a week, you got to do this stuff. And she's like, I'm not going to do this stuff for you. Like, screw you. I wanted you to save my dad, and now he's dead, so you can f*** off. Like, I, that was the most I ever liked Maddie, that and when she tried to save her dad from dying at the end. Because that's the most active she, she was. But, like, even that version of Caspian's, like, he's still, like, just trying to do his best. And he's very easy to root for. So I think that's part of why I enjoyed him. Alex, what do you think of Caspian in the show? Um, I, I definitely like him. I, I think I agree that he's the most interesting of the main characters. Although yeah. I'll, stand up a, I'll, I'll stand up a little for Maddie when we get to her. But um, but yeah, Caspian's got a lot going on. In addition to what you've already talked about with the mist, with like the mystery uh, escalating over time, I think that also when he gets to existential crisis mode, I really like him. <laughs> like I like it just like. Yeah, like everything's just like falling apart in front of his eyes, and like he doesn't know what to do with it. It's like very, very, um, very Gotta reminiscent of uh, Jim Carrey in the Truman Show, right? It's just like, what do you oh, do? Yeah, yeah. You figure out that your entire life wow. has been orchestrated. Like, how do you? handle that or what, what do you do after alex like, that was my that was my reaction at the end of episode four when the girlfriend is revealed to me i was like oh my god he's yeah. getting truman showed like yeah, uh yeah. this, this it's like such i i thought that whole arc is such a parallel to everything in the mm-hmm. truman show and like he, he he you know well he does what any uh confused teen does it goes to a church to figure I out guess. his life you know <laughs> <laughs> and helps other troubled teens with math uh class classic arc but um <laughs> But I, I yeah, I, I, I think that Caspian is is really fun. Um it does feel a little um uh I don't wanna say it's not satisfying, but it does feel a little off that like at the at the end you see him like kinda just accept that he 
is taking over in the Holstrom uh, mode of like, you know, oh, I will find the the, the cure to the flaw. Like, uh, he, he's like, fine. after all that, like, he is at where the company wanted him to end up. So, like, that, that feels like a little strange given like all the pushback up to that point but it it does make sense in the in the story that he he ends up there but uh, so so i i'm interested to see what what he does in season two as we've talked about like he is his own person he can yeah i think he's gonna complicate the heck out of it yeah he's shown that he can make decisions that people aren't expecting from him so like that's that's that bodes well for what you can do story-wise with him um so but yeah caspian's uh caspian's real fun and i think that in that especially in that first half of the season like his storyline of like the conspiracy continuing to mount is like such a such a, a great hook to like keep you uh and so then when like it finally like melds with the ret with the overall story it's like um, it, it it it's still it's still great but like that that part of like figuring out what's going on is, is so good to at, at an, uh, early on to keep you uh keep you invested Whereas, like, Maddie's situation with David is, like, my dad, is he, is he my dad still? I don't know. Like, that's really all she's kind of dealing with. Maddie's side is a lot more philosophical to start with, which Mm -hmm. I also Mm -hmm. like. But, like, it's definitely a different flavor to the mystery that Caspian's going on for. Yeah, I'll come back to that. Um, But I, I, in terms of the Caspian in the last few episodes, uh, the plot, to me, one of my big criticisms, episode seven, I feel like it was very sudden that they decide to turn the company over to him, that they like go from controlling Mm -hmm. him to giving him the wheels. I thought that was incredibly sudden. And then him like agreeing. I agree. Although once we get to the finale, I think his actions are fine. He's like, I'm dissolving the company. He like accepts the power, but rejects the direction they want him to go in. Um, I think it ultimately works out. Them turning the company over to him makes sense just because, you know, not, everything stopped going according to plan at once, right? Like, he finds out the truth. His fake dad blows everything up. He, if if he doesn't take control of the company, like, that's what they were literally waiting for the whole time. Well, like, yeah, that's, that was the plan, right? but it's like, it's just a like, week ago, they were trying to control him, right? Like, why, why they have they... They re- it wasn't going to work. They, they only had so many so options. So this is their so backup, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's a backup plan, but it's like, it's a plan. And I'd say the overall environment of the show like turns a lot more chaotic in the in the second oh, half yeah. because of like how fast the UIs are doing their their actions. So like it makes sense that like in that chaotic atmosphere, it's like we got to do something desperate, right? And like that is desperation incarnate, <laughs> going to your the plan that you were preparing for for decades. Like no, we got we got to deploy it now. It's too late. Otherwise, things are gonna go. So. Uh, yeah, so like I think that like in a vacuum, it's probably like a little sudden, but it, within the sh- within the momentum of the show, it made sense. Exactly. It's just like we don't know what else to do. Like stuff is happening so fast. Uh, I do think the show probably moves too fast. Uh, <laughs> I think it wants to go too fast, and I like. That. I mean, I think it's, it's like, given, given think what that... they decide to do. I think that they need to move fast. Uh, I feel like. Four to five episodes, like the first four to five had like perfect pacing. And then after that it was like, all right, we got like three episodes left, everybody. We gotta we gotta rapid speed. I it, would it agree. Did... I feel like the last few feel a lot faster with a lot more moving pieces um than the first handful for sure. And I think I think you could say it starts with five when we were getting back to this topic, when we reveal that Caspian is the clone, yeah. and I was shocked that we did it so yeah. early. Yeah. Uh, 
So here's my reaction to the cast. My my who's my arc with the Caspian uh, plotline? I okay. was like, okay, I fi- I was. So I think I caught up after three. I was like, okay, he's a clone of Holstrom. So right, I was, right. <laughs> it's pretty like it's like like wa- they they like, kind of spell it out early yeah, on. Yeah, they really do. They, they I think they would they don't say it, but they juxtapose like a don't. lot of stuff involving the original founder who's dead. They like really mm-hmm. hammer that, and then they like have it it being a setup with Lagram. So it's like. Uh, he's a clone, but I didn't know exactly how he was a clone, right? Like, uh, in, and in fact, he's he's a Grimwalker of of uh, Stephen Holstrom. baby. Um, I I thought I thought that they were go. I thought that they like froze Holstrom's brain, and they were going to upload him to the clone. I thought that's where I thought we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just got some of his DNA, maybe. But, maybe but no, but the, but they they. I, I think the way they went is kind of more interesting because they're trying to like replicate it. It's like even more wild in some ways. They're trying yeah. not. They're not trying to like literally insert him in. They're trying to replicate the person through like social conditioning. Like uh, I, I didn't see that coming either. That aspect, you know. Um, so I thought it would relate to the upload concept, uh, but I think it's interesting that it kind of is a little separate. It's more like, oh, we can't do the upload because of the flaw, and we did, he never solved it. So this is now what we have to do. Okay, this is confusing, though, because, like, at the end of the finale, didn't Pope basically say, like, oh, well, we, yeah, everyone has, like, UI cancer, right? Everyone decays, except this one, and we have to entrust this with somebody. Why didn't they just entrust it with Steve Jobs and when they uploaded him no. the first time? So then he uh, never solved he... it. He never cracked integrity yet. Oh, he did um, crack it? Oh, I no. thought they, they were just saving it. I, I oh, think what, okay. he, what he was going for in that conversation is that once they find the cure to the flaw, only one will get the cure yeah. so they can have control over all the other UIs. I, yeah, so that was, that, was, that was new information oh, okay. that that was his plan. So it's like one... Holstrom never solved solved the flaw, and he died right before. And then they like preserved his workstation, uh, like right. here's what he was working on right as he died. He was about to solve it, uh, and then uh, and so then it seems like Caspian's basically there. It seems like he's right about to do it. If not, he did it already. Uh, but he never solved it, and because I think if he solved it, they would have uploaded him. That's what they're saying. Like he would have right. uploaded himself, but instead they're doing this in the hopes that he'll the new one will solve it. And then that was new information in the finale that they only intend to give integrity to. Uh, by the way, they really, use a lot of generic that's terms. Such but. a hot mess. There's no way they can only give it to one Which, person. It's, and well, then it's, what are you going to do? Infinity well, right, like, what does that mean? Die? It's like, it's yeah. kind of a, it's, it's, um, firsthand, it's like, okay, this is kind of a great plan to have someone who can is control this chaos. But then you think, oh, you're it, condemning all these UIs yeah. to death. It's kind of but terrible. I'll, not even that. It's just like, were they able to control literally anything else from spiraling out of control at this point? No. So will they be able to control that and only have one person that never die? No, of course it's going to happen to more people. There's no way to contain this stuff. It's like they keep making these decisions and it's like, ah, uh, it'll be fine. I thought it through. So it's, it's of course it's going to work. And I love that this keeps happening because it's just such, it's the most, it's the most chaos options all the time. And I feel uh-huh. like there's there's no way that power is only going to be in one person's hands, one UI's hands. No way. And it's also a continuation of the discussion of godhood, right? Like you're giving godhood to one person. How do you expect this one person to like do the ideal thing with it if humanity has shown you up to this point that that does not happen most of the time? Yeah, My, I can't. I can't imagine it'll go to, to Stephen's plan. 
One thing I was thinking um, pretty early on in the show, because um, I've had like film archive classes in college, and one of the things that's like really interesting about like film and media preservation is just like the different ways you can preserve something, right? Like you can put like actual film in like a pressure and temperature controlled vault and keep it pretty well preserved for like maybe. 85 100 years or you can put it on a dvd under the right circumstances it could last maybe almost as long you could put it on a hard drive but all these things are inherently organic material which will break down over time so the idea the, the very crux of logarithms being like if we upload people to a server they'll live forever is inherently flawed because those hard drives will not be there forever like, the things that they need to inhabit just on, like, a visceral level will break down and decompose over time. We have not escaped that in any way, shape, or form. The cloud survives on physical hard drives and other types of media to exist. So you can't live forever. It's not possible. So logarithms, why are you so, like, do you just mean you want to live for, like, maybe 150 years in some kind of alternate reality? Because that's feasible. But forever is not in the cards. That's not possible. It's literally not possible. Yeah. And I think I think it's a particularly relevant thought to this show because the show is there's a lot of servers, t- server talks on the show. Uh, the show really leans into like this UI is housed in this server. Um, like how they, how they kill Lori at the end is they blow is he blows up the server. Interestingly, the book doesn't the the stories don't really do that. Like he, like Shonda kills Lori not through like that method. Like he just he kills her like on the server, like just as virtual fighting. So like the show like chose to lean into this like physical bounding of uh, UIs particularly, which yeah I do agree does invoke like questions of uh, more sense that because like it's like you are still kind of helpless to wherever your server exists, and if that gets nuked, yeah you are gonzo for real. Yeah, it's more of a tangible thing, whereas like in the, in, the, in the story, they're kind of spread out on many servers, which doesn't seem to be the case as much in the show. Um, but yeah, you would need people to maintain it, I guess. But yeah, the, the like, let's upload everyone. Probably not a good plan. I agree. Um, you probably, <laughs> probably need some humans. the mod on the outside watching all the hard drives. Making you could sure have like a sa- the sacred chosen human line who uh, maintains all the servers. And then when they're about to die, they get uploaded, but they have kids. And then so they just like keep maintaining the. the this system also seems prime for class discrimination. Yes! You know, the, ri- the rich people get to be uploaded. The poor people have to stay maintaining, you know. About the class inequality, because that's a whole other thing. Like the 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 scary the scary blobby boys right and they talk about how they were like really poor people that were kind of snatched up and experimented on in the very early stages of trying to crack ui uploads so like it it seems to be a kind of like they're not saying the quiet part out loud that like the only people they actually want to experience the full effects of like the best form of being a ui RS select through you. They're very high up the food chain. But I think for a lot of like the the government folks, at least, or logarithms, like they don't intend for this to be something every single person can feasibly have access to. So so maybe that's a reason to spread the message like Lori wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that that is interesting. I think they could they could do more on the class and equity more of the capitalism satirization what different people would want that experience versus others like what would it give them that they don't have in the real world um i mean that could be 
I do like the idea that like some people would want to be uploaded versus others, it being against their will and that complicating their relationship to existing in the cloud. I don't know if this was meant to be funny, but that moment of the protests where just like one guy stands up, I want to be uploaded. <laughs> like, I, th- I think that was supposed to be funny. That was not yeah. the time, buddy. <laughs> I think, by the way, random thought. I think the show has a lot, to, a lot of tonal juxtaposition shifts and stuff, and it doesn't always necessarily nail them. But yeah, it, it, there's a lot of uh, lighter moment, dark moment, you know, fun moment. Yeah, it, I think it shifts a lot. Um, let's, let's talk more about Maddie. We can come back to Maddie. By the way, Cass, yeah, Caspian stuff was, uh, was great. I, I, it was too, was it too early? I mean, the show moves so fast. I think you got to no, do it at some I point. I think it made, I, I, I think we needed to go there to get through all the stuff that happens in the last three episodes. It's, it, it is very funny that they reveal, the show does its clone reveal in episode five. Miraculous Ladybug going into season five has not done its clone reveal yet. Uh, Wait, so, there's uh, a clone in Miraculous? Yep. Uh, I'm missing. sorry I had to find out this way, Michelle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't they haven't explicitly told us yet. Uh, okay. Mm, who is the clone? Uh it's it basically it's kinda similar to the Caspian. It's a like kinda Caspian esque character. Uh Maddie Maddie, uh as as a main character, I mean uh okay, I'll start off. I love Maddie. Uh Maddie reminds me uh so much of Shizuku from Whisper of the Heart. Uh I'll say, I'll say Oh, I Shizuku does so much <laughs> on her own. Not in terms of use of the character. We can start with just like the the character. Okay. So I think Maddie's very oh, emotive. Maddie, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she's a broody yeah. side. Um, I think she. Uh, yeah. is, is, I think I think the show kind of ends up using them in in somewhat similar ways. Uh, I, I love Maddie. I'll say. Uh, well, let me give the criticism first. I think one of the biggest flaws with the season is. Uh, the show very quickly loses Maddie as a main character. It's for me, like yeah. basically, like after episode one or something. I do think she comes back in in the end, but uh, she becomes like the fourth or fifth most important character pretty quickly in the show. I was not really sold watching most of the season that Maddie was the main the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, so for context, uh, so I, I I read the first two short stories. Maddie is the main character. There is no Caspian. It's very centered on Maddie and david and their family and so it's like that's the core of the story they're adapting and they basically add everywhere else like they add all these other elements like shonda and laura are there but they give so much more material to them they give this these new characters um logarithms there's only dr waxman like they so they add all these other logarithms like employees including pope like i don't use even in the books so um I would say potentially by adding so much and fleshing out the short stories so much, they they lose uh, Maddie in the process a little bit. I mean, she is more fleshed out because the the, short, the stories are very short. But um, I, I would say they get they she does a lot at the end, and so I hope that season two keeps that going um, with Maddie. Alex, your Maddie thoughts though? Yeah, um, I would I would agree that Maddie like gets less focus over the course of the season. But I think that fits with the general direction the season goes, where, like, it starts off as this very, like, one one, one uh, situation, like a very small, like, uh, insulated thing. And as the season goes on, you get a, the implications are growing. There's more UIs. Oh, sh- this is going to become a worldwide thing. Oh, there's, like, war going on. So, like, 
as the season the stakes get higher, the the shift of the season kind of has to shift uh, to go to like a you know larger stuff with like Caspian logarithms. So Maddie like gets left behind, but I think that it works for the first half of the season that you get this focus on Maddie as like a grounding of like okay, like this is like one specific instance and like it gives us time to look at the uh the, a little more of the philosophical and emotional impact that this would have so by the time we get to caspian stuff you focus a little more on like the more tangible effects that this will have on the world but because we spent time initially like getting our heads wrapped around the concept in the first place of ui so like um and i think also like um maddie on her own doesn't have a lot going on but i think that the family unit like maddie's uh, relationship with david maddie's relationship with with her mom uh, ellen uh like th- th- those like i do think that they get a lot of material out of that a lot of like you know back and forth conversation about like what's what's going on how to handle it how how maddie views the return of of his dad versus how ellen views it and like see you know seeing the the tension that causes between them um, and I think also like the the initial mystery of like Maddie figuring out what all what the, like the emoji stuff is and all that is very compelling. So like I, I like Maddie uh, I like Maddie a lot in those first episodes, and I think that it makes uh, she, she's used uh, her the family as a unit is used pretty effectively. Um, and I think just by the nature of the show, where like it, it's shifting focus over time, it does kind of have to move over to the other characters. But she she start, she and uh, and Ellen and David served their purpose really well in the first half. Right. I think the show makes a decision to uh, go big and expand towards which which is like kind of the point of the story, expand towards this technology apocalypse. Um, but it like wants to detail that every step of the way and like show all these big concepts. And it's hard for I think they struggled to do that and maintain Matt, Maddie's uh, perspective uh, in the middle of the season. Um, is, is kind of how, how I describe it. But I mean, I think it's like they end up doing a good enough job. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's like it, I, I, having, having read the story, which like keeps the, the Maddie perspective, it's like, this is just a consequence of kind of what they're trying to do. And I wonder, maybe we should have shifted the perspective away from Maddie. Should she have been the main character? I hate saying that cause I, I, I love her so much, but, uh, it's it's a little awkward, I think, for the show to try to pull it off. And like, if season two goes bigger, how do you how do you keep doing this? Well, maybe one way is to make David the uh, the UI lord. Then that, that keeps I, Maddie involved. I, I think also Matt, Maddie's still important in giving you like the on the ground uh, impact of everything that's going on. Like even Maddie in those final episodes, like her main thing is like trying to keep David alive. That you're also like getting from her eyes like the apocalyptic uh, worldview that everyone's dealing with. Like she's doing the shopping in the in the market, and, like seeing people. Uh, she's like stocking up for stuff. So like I think that if you use her a little more like that, she she can still be a very uh, important piece and like making sure that we don't get too lost in like the the virtual world like we we keep seeing like what's happening uh, on like you know in sacramento like what's the effects of all of this uh Matt, 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 maddie can still do stuff there yeah i will say to me um one of the on this topic one of the highlights like i said was in episode six when maddie and caspian come together and i think like to me mm-hmm. that's when maddie starts to come back uh like once episode six for me really culminated, like Maddie Caspian get together and then Shonda also meets up with the main cast. Like when everyone got together mm-hmm. in six, I thought that was really big for the show. Like I thought that really 
uh, really, really got us going in, in, in the right direction. Um, so I think like maybe in terms of season two, like, uh, Matt, getting Maddie and Caspian together for most of the season, uh, I think that's a, that's a potential solution here because Caspian's involved in big ways. I agree. Maddie as the, like on, on boots on the ground for the apocalypse, which is her role in the story. Um, I think that that's a great perspective as well as things escalate. But, um, I, I, I mean, I, obviously since I shipped them, but I'd be a proponent of getting, uh, <laughs> joining Maddie and Caspian pretty quickly into season two and having most of the season like that. I feel like my thing with Maddie, like, now that I've thought about it a little more, it's just that, like, sometimes she she does things, but a lot of times when she does do things, it's more of that, like, she she helps flesh out people around her who are very interesting. So, like, her relationship to her dad is very interesting because you think about, like, oh, is he... It, like the state of his humanity and like is he he's doing all this for the love of his child and he has like a lot of things to do in the narrative of the story like her mom I, I, I love her mom's character I think Ellen is so interesting and I like agree a lot of like how she feels initially um, and her coming around and like getting the other logarithms guy involved and like like she has a lot going on like Maddie's relationship to Caspian is really interesting because Caspian becomes so important in the story but like I feel like Maddie like part of the thing that makes me see like she's not that interesting is just because like she's she seems more of like a vehicle to help other characters do things and her juxtaposition to them makes their characters more interesting and more involved in the story and besides being like a boots on the ground like human perspective person of just like the general broadness of the apocalypse coming um like her outside of any of her relationships with any of the other characters like it feels like there's just not a lot going on and that's what i find interesting i don't necessarily think it's a problem it's just like very different than pretty much any other character except for maybe cody i think he's the other one that's kind of like Lori's really interesting his relationship to her and like how it's developed over time but like he's just not as much of a full character as he is like a nuance to Lori's like part of the story in my opinion uh yeah and I, th- I think Maddie's I think her role is probably supposed to be grounding all this uh big stuff um and that's which is like hard like that center, like that's what happens story. a lot with like main characters sometimes that like they they might not have like the strongest personality because they have all these other jobs to fulfill for the purpose of the story. I think this show is like an extreme example of like big <laughs> things happening around a uh, main. Yeah, character. I, I just want to ask here um, since I'm not as into the ship necessarily, but like uh, you know, Caspian's got a lot going for him. Maddie, yeah, he needs, does. Maddie still needs a lot of life experience to be you know to build on. Like, isn't there not like a worry she, there? She's not a hacker, like. I think her thing, like, if she's going to add anything to the table for Caspian, she's going to be, like, the voice of reason. I think Maddie's a pretty good voice of reason. It's just, like, I don't know. I, I wish she had, like, I wish that voice of reason had, like, a really big impact outside of just, like, her father loving her and that being what grounds him to be, like, the best of the three UIs and yeah. to make the ultimate decision himself. You know what I mean? Like, I wish, because, like, Caspian has so much going on. He's such an active participant in the story. I feel like Maddie is, is just kind of there to help other characters do what they need to do. Uh, I Not think, all I the think... time, but, like, more than, like, other characters are. 
I loved in episode six, I think Maddie and Caspian, they're, bo- they're like bonding over their trauma. Uh, like yeah, that they're, was great. They're, they're, they're like technology trauma. I think, I think that's kind of like where you see it is. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he, Caspian has all this stuff. And, 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 and by the way, I think Caspian is the sheltered one, if anything. His life was a lie. Uh, like he, should, <laughs> well, he needs he a lot of real life man, He only has five people he knows in his whole life. Uh, but, uh, they, they, they kind of have similar experiences with the, this apocalypse stuff and, uh, like really horrific things happening to them and around them because of that. And I think that they kind of share a perspective. They also like get the, the tech side of it in a way that most other people wouldn't. Um, so I, I think, I think it could, it could really work. And, um, I think, I think Maddie's probably one of the people Caspian actually likes. I mean, he, he like calls her like pretty immediately there at the end. She's one um, of the few people who didn't lie to him who's like a peer. She's like the only peer, actually. Yeah, and it's like Pope's there, but he's like uh, now trying to be a sycophant for him. Like, uh, right. like who else does he have? Like, he kind of just has Maddie now. Yeah. Um, but they they can grow together in this new apocalypse <laughs> world. <laughs> when yeah. there's so any ship is possible. <laughs> Maybe they'll upload together eventually, right? Oh, As the... Enter the uh, spirit world together. Yay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, oh one other uh, kind of on in, in this area. I will say one of my experiences early on with the show um, was uh, I watched the first episode. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be like a big mystery show because there's everything going on in Caspian. But it's also I think there's a huge mystery with maddie's dad and is maddie's dad alive and what's going on with his dad and is he the same person and then i thought the show very quickly answered all the questions with the dad in like two and three um so i think instead of a big mystery show and they also answer caspian and they they've resolved caspian and five but that was a big component of the season i think this is more of a thriller than a mystery does this show and i kind of thought it was going to be a big mystery type type of show early on and that i initially was disappointed and i had to get over that but it, it, it what it is 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 great as well um, and, uh, it's possible guess, they could have expanded the David stuff. They could have drawn that out more. Well, um, and I would say like the David reveal like ties into the overall conspiracy with UIs and logarithms. So like it's not like it's its own separate thing. Yeah, it raises you know further questions in terms of like a, a personal mystery. Like they could have had the dueling. What's going on with Caspian? What's going on with Maddie's dad? They could have drawn that out. That would have been another way to kind of structure the season. Um, the first short straight gives the answer right away too. So I think they're just trying to adapt that, but. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I did. Yeah, and Michelle, what do you think? Do you think like, uh, like to me, it ended up being more, more thriller than a mystery? What do you think of that? I mean, I would agree because, like you said, they answered a lot of mysteries like halfway through the show, which I prefer because if you have like a reasonable hunch, I would rather know in five episodes than have to wait till the end to have that revealed to me because I feel like that's like more the standard thing, and I like being surprised. And I feel like this show is very good about being like, oh. Thought this thing, bam, here's the answer. All right, we got to move on. What else is going to happen now? We have all this time left for other things. Like, I do like the pacing in that sort of way. And it never seemed to, like, like it had fun with the questions and the feeding you information. But the the more philosophical existential stuff was happening all the time in the background anyway. So it's not like that was the only main point the show was going for. So, I, I mean, I would say the show is very thrilling. So... I would agree. It's a it's a thriller more than a mystery. It was definitely surprising that they revealed the clone in episode five. I'd uh, never seen it that fast. Uh, so I think it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, you'd expect it to be the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So I, I yeah, and then then I think they go in an inter- in interesting enough directions with with Caspian here. Um, like I think they ju- I think the finale scene at the end, like you have to choose. Like, I think they justify it here. He is the most the biggest role in at the, at the end of the story, and you will only get to that by revealing him, uh, or, or revealing what's going on with him earlier. Um, do we want to talk about uh, some other things we haven't hit on as much? Uh, Shanda, do we want to get into to Shanda as character whose role as a villain in the show? Um, Personally, I, I I wasn't even sure if Shonda was going to be the villain until pretty late. Um, <laughs> well, his outfit changed. Um, I don't know if this. The, uh, I don't know where you two watched it initially, but I watched on AMC Plus, and at the end of episode one, they give you the the this season on promo. Yeah, there's a promo. Oh, yeah. And, I, I yeah. didn't remember any. And in there, like they already like giving like showing like, Shonda giving some evil lines, like and so then when you like meet him for the first time, it's like, oh, okay, so this is the guy that's gonna end up doing some shady stuff. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, was, that wasn't great for my anticipation of him. Yeah, they shouldn't have spoiled. Because uh, I think he's kind of a, a little bit of a... Like, so in the, in the story, he's more of a blatant villain. He's not as fleshed out. Um, but I, I found, in terms of... I, I didn't disagree with Shanza until the finale. Like, I, I didn't necessarily agree with him, but I thought he was, like, somewhat reasonable. So what, what, what was your acceptance of the sen- sending all this stuff to uh, the government? So uh, the thing with him sending all of them, I mean, it, it's that he didn't know about the flaw. So given that he didn't know about the flaw, it's like, I guess, somewhat of a reasonable thing. I mean, it, it's, it's it, I don't know. It, it, his whole plan is just so out there in that ep- in the episode six or whatever. I'm like, I don't even know what to, to think of it. Okay, so you were just rolling with it. You're like, I like I was kind of rolling with like, it, Like, maybe yeah. he's got a point. <laughs> He, he maybe, like none of the other UIs I thought had much better points, I guess, as well. Okay, okay. okay monologues i believe to david and laurie at one point about just like the 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 horrible existential dread of being like alone in the ether and just how like overwhelmingly terrifying that reality was so i do get like going from that to the the other alternative like well what if a lot of people know how to do this and then i have a lot of friends and i'm not alone anymore like on a very like human kind of selfish, desperate level, I totally get in his mind that making sense, even though obviously so much can go wrong and so much did go wrong. But like I get it. I feel like it's it's relatable even if I don't agree with the decision making process. Yeah, and I will say, I guess now that I remembered, uh, in the beginning of episode four, he does uh, blow up a family. So I guess he should have been a villain yeah, for the family. Was when I was like Chanda. I mean. That son and daughter really had nothing to do with this yeah. man. And probably didn't know that much either. Yeah. This is so a I lot. Should, I should have remembered that. By the way, that's one of my least favorite scenes of the show. Um, I think that they... Uh, no emotional buy-in, I thought, to, to that scene. And you don't, even, you don't even know... They drowned the son in the pool and then everything Well, caught. we don't know. They're like random people. And you don't know it's Shonda first, right, either, right? Like, you guess it's him, but it's not confirmed, I think. It kind of has to be. But no, I think you... you has a grudge against that guy. It yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, who else? He's the only character we've seen that guy interact with, yeah. right? So, so yeah. yeah I, I think that scene works to be like, okay, like, this is the power that these people have in the wrong hands, you know, yeah, stuff that's like this could happen, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to set that up early so that when he uh, sends a nuke out in the finale. Yeah. But that, but that, so that's when Shonda that's loses scary. me. It's like he's like, uh, okay, this isn't my responsibility to that. Uh, I'm going to send this nuke out. Like it's David. It's his. It's his. The, it's his choice to to not make me do this. You know. Um, and then that becomes kind of a classic villain thing of like, oh, you you made me do this. But the, I was shocked that he actually sent the nuke out. Like, and he was actually going to blow up. Uh, a ton of people um, in the finale because okay. I thought he was like somewhat logical before that, right? Like, and this I think at this point he's like he loses me in terms of being like. But, a but logic is a very non-nuanced thing sometimes, right? It's like this is this is my objective at any cost, and I feel like that's really where he was coming from. Plus, again, we can go back to the little backstory we have about him. If he grew up really angry and he didn't really have any friends and he worked alone all the time for a giant corporation, like, his sense of empathy might be, like, pretty shot, and so he wouldn't be as immediately concerned about, like, how could this affect, like, all all of humanity? Like, even wind up with people, if it was for a very specific selfish, selfish purpose of, like, I don't want to be alone, how these other people feel about being here, be damned, like, that kind of plays into like his personality and what we know about him. Like it's understandable. It's not it's not a great look, but it does kind of make sense how he would get there from that perspective. Yeah. I, I agree. And yeah, it's kind of ends up being justify uh like his goals and stuff. And I think it's Yeah, like out. his specific goals matter more than everyone else. Yeah, so I, that being all this being said, in terms of like losing me as like a sympathetic character, I think he's a great. I I, I love I love him as a, as a villain he's as a fun. character. Like he's fun to think about. Like he's fun yeah. to watch. Like and I do think they see like that kind of like self importance a little bit from the beginning when he has like that meeting with the competitor, right? Like he's he's looking out. Chanda's looking out for Chanda's best interest at the end of the day, and that at least remained true while he was in his human flesh body, and it, in. in became even more exacerbated when he was a UI, I, I would say. Yeah. I, I thought he I thought he was really interesting. His goal potentially of trying to build this virtual world that he was working on before, uh very Westworld, what we're doing here. This crazy uh, but... house he built floating in the sky. I love it when it's like, uh it it's 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 algorithms. I can make the craziest house I want and this is gonna be my home base. Yeah, I, I like that as a villain motivation. Like, yeah. I, actually, I just want to upload everyone so we can have this perf this utopia uh, in the cloud. Like, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I think that's a legitimate force uh, in in moving forward with the story here. Uh, and uh, any other Shanza thoughts? Um, one nice human moment they sprinkled in. He he calls uh, he calls his mom and like it's like I feel so lonely and like they're like having a little phone conversation. I thought that was just a nice touch to you know. Yeah, flesh, him him calling a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they had a and he warns her to there. leave the area yeah. when her safety is in danger, which is nice. Yeah, I agree. I liked all that. And then yeah, his him entering the virtual world as we talked about in the beginning. Yeah, I think the show spent a lot of energy flushing Sean out, and I think it paid off. Um, how about how about Lori and uh, Cody? Um, <laughs> Cody as a, a show invention. Uh, Lori's not very flushed out in the book, but uh, it's uh, I, it's like I said, I love their backstory um, that uh, of, of Lori being uploaded and to get uh, their song together. Any other other thoughts on them? Um, I will say I, I feel like as characters, I never really latched on to them. But I think that they were involved in some interesting conversations. I actually really like the 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 
the connection that Cody and Ellen have because like the, you know that they're, they're both the spouses, yes, of spouses. who have been uploaded and so like they're like the only people in the in in on earth who can understand each other in that way and so like their conversations like Ellen trying to talk through like how how do you like deal with this and then like also later later on like they they have to like weigh together like what do we do with these UIs if they go out of control like do are are we able to like pull the plug on them it's like that that kind of stuff definitely like got me that that was like C- Cody's most interesting moments and I think also like near the end like Cody and Lori was saying goodbye to each other in that conversation they have about like yeah like when we when when Lori got into a coma like she was already like falling out of love but now like in the virtual world like they've been able to rebuild that relationship so if they reset like that all goes away and like well, what do you, what so would you even want to reset if you knew that that was going to happen so like that 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 conversation felt very emotional uh, emotionally charged i really like that so like there, there are like moments that it's like yeah this works but then like there's other like you know the problem is that like they make Lori because of the flaw like be very erratic and so like it's kind of hard to always know like where she's coming from on on things and so that, uh, I, that, that I love that about hard. her though I okay. love I love how messy Lori was <laughs> I more mess give me more mess yeah and i think that's the thing is she she's not like the uh, presented antagonistically like shonda but at the same time she comes across at the same time she comes across very amorally uh, towards yeah chaotic yeah (laughs) i like for her yeah i like it i love i love laurie i like cody too i I think he's a successful character i agree with alex on the the relationship there i think that the foundation of them is great i think uh it's just really interesting from cody's perspective he is like just like in in the context of laurie but i think that that all of that is really interesting and it's like okay cody you should probably uh like have have a life outside of this but also kind of understandable getting wrapped up in all of it um so i think that if they continue cody's character now that laurie is dead maybe forever maybe not i think that would be very interesting if we saw cody outside of the context of laurie and what he would do um, oh well, also there's that moment where they're trying to do the the funeral for for Lori and Cody's just not having it and he becomes an asshole to, to, to the family like your dad is gonna die dude and then he gets kicked in the balls I loved it oh my gosh I, I completely forgot about those thank you that too. that's good uh what else we got here um we could uh uh any other comments on logarithms the company i'll say about the logarithms employees uh, i did not know the difference between pope and van lewin for a while and all of these people uh pope seems to be very important but i don't think i don't he think seems, i understand he has he a very boring face in in every like i i will say this for laura she is my favorite character design of any of the characters in the show yeah, i just love her look Pope just looks like some guy, which makes it hard to remember who he is. Yeah. At least Carrie had, like, glasses, so you could remember. Yeah, what about Carrie and Renee as uh, Caspian's parents? I loved it. It was so fucked up. Like, they hate each other. They had to be fake parents for 17 years, and then... Uh, like Carrie, like get, gets in too deep, and he starts to love his fake son, but then he like blows it out of the water, and like uh, in these very like unsubtle ways. But like that, the end. He's there at the logarithms building. Like, oh, is he like? A, does he have clearance again? Like, did they decide he's fine, even though he like really went Rambo for a while. I love them. They're 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 such a mess. 
and they're they're way more unpredictable than I expected. Um, but again, it's like yeah, this system is full of so much unpredictability, making human people known to be very flawed to make bad decisions for a very important mission. Like, of course it's all going to go wrong, but that's what's so great about it. I do, like, I do wonder if Carrie and uh, Caspian can have some kind of semblance of a relationship after this, because it seemed like they were on the best terms. Like, Renee, he really was like, nah, you lied to me, you suck, fake mom. But he seems, like, a little more okay with Carrie, so I wonder if that's something that could be explored more in season two. Because I would like for Caspian to have some semblance of family at any cost kind of if like you know he's open to it it's like yeah carrie's not his bio dad but he did like raise him even if it was like kind of a lie now it doesn't have to be a lie now it could be like a real relationship and that'd be kind of cool yeah that'll be interesting like what if if he stays in the charge of the company, uh, Caspian, what like what yeah, people like, does he keep around? So. Yeah, like what could Carrie offer him in terms of perspective? Because he does seem like more honest about how things are than pretty much anyone else. Because he doesn't he doesn't care, like really. He does fire both of them at the in the last episode, right? He did, but like he also sat in the chair, so it's like, <laughs> well, maybe he's changing his mind about law stuff. We're not sure. Yeah, in the beginning of the finale, he says, "I'm not solving the flaw," and then it's exactly he's he's the, the, the flaw, chair. So. So, like maybe he'll be like, "I miss Carrie. Bring him back to me. I need to talk to him." It's pot. Yeah, it's pot. A reading of the finale is like he gets convinced slash forced into this position for the good of everyone, where he is gonna ultimately take up the mantle of what everyone wants, and so maybe everyone comes back into the fold. That would be bad, though. Uh, and he, his real family is, is, should be Maddie. Uh, so he should just go to, to uh, yeah. Maddie's family, honestly. She could be a very interesting rock that forwards his his progression as an interesting character. But also, I wish, Maybe. I don't know. I kind of wish he could do that for her. Which, like, again, if he makes a, a third daddy, maybe that's when Maddie's really going to crack and do some things just on her own for herself and not yes. for anyone else. It would be great. I would love that. Seeing Maddie's reaction, yeah, I guess that's the forced like plot thing of the, how they're going to interact again. Is is he's going to revive her, her dad? Yeah, how how is she going to react? That's super interesting. You cross the line, you hundred percent be crossing the line if he did that. She'd be so mad. Can't uh, bring dad the, back without permission. Little maybe little potential spoiler in the second story. Uh, he he, uh, he David does die, and Maddie like has a backup of like his formative memories, and then like takes <gasps> combines that with. His core memories combined with a backup of him, so they actually kind of revive him. So okay. maybe they can bring him back to a current state, not just an old state. Hmm. Um, I don't. That's know if, what I don't I'm know. wondering too. Like if they, if David's like reset and he doesn't like remember who a lot of these people are because he won't have met them. The, this third copy of him. Like I wonder if it'd be easier to get him on Logarithm's side. Um, since he's not the same version, like that could be really interesting. I mean, same with like Shonda, even if they have a backup of him before he gets super villainous, like they could use him in a completely different way. He could turn out very differently. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty extreme to like revert a character back to the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. It's like pretty screwed up in a way you think the show would be interested in doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... It, it's like very messy morally, but it's very interesting story wise. <laughs> 
What's in David though? He like wasn't like uh, he was just talking an emoji in the beginning. I yeah, don't even to know begin how with, yeah, I wonder. But maybe like uh, Caspian can like fast track that because he's big brain. Yeah, boy, I guess the show presented right? as like he was being suppressed. I think like by log maybe. by only being in logarithms. But once he got free, yeah, to me, they just back him up and free him right away. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that'll be interesting. Uh, okay, any mis- let's get into the miscellaneous last things territory. Well, just one thing I want to mention with Renee. Um, Choi- of all the ridiculous stuff in, in this show, the mm-hmm. idea that you would choose the person you're having sets with to raise your clone is an interesting that was- that was, I mean, you're so smart, you lose sense of normal stuff. I, that's my answer to that. <laughs> You're you're so high above in a very certain kind of intelligence. You, you, your social intelligence has not caught up. You make and dumb decisions like that. You're so hot and sexy. Wouldn't you like to raise me as a baby? Yeah, like, seriously. Whoa. I forgot that this was the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, relationship. I don't like know how like into that Steve Jobs was, but I think he was into it as much as he could have been into it with like literally anyone. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, any we could could relate to that. Could relate to anything else, uh, Michelle? Any uh, things still top of mind for you? Uh, I really hope that if this show like continues the exact same um, story stuff for season two. That kind of that it concludes with season two because like. I, I would like to see different stories um, still in like a sci-fi thriller vibe dealing with different kinds of concepts. I think that could be fun. I feel like I, I don't want this story to overstay its welcome, I guess. And, and eight episodes isn't a lot of more time, but like there's like a lot. Like I just I guess I hope that like the plot doesn't get like so complicated with like international warfare stuff that we lose track of like a lot of the the personal character relationships with each other um but i'm curious to see how they're gonna handle it yeah uh i i I think it'll stay grounded i hope so um but yeah that is gonna be really interesting i have have a high level thing i haven't mentioned tell us Um, uh, i think the branding for this show is really bad uh pantheon the name i don't like (laughs) yeah i I mean the if intro, you, the, the intro Google credit Pan- sequence. If you Google I don't like Pantheon- that. Oh, interesting. But I was gonna say, you Google Pantheon, it doesn't really show up very high. <laughs> There's a lot well, of other. Yeah, that's things. not. That's not even why though. It's like, why is the show called Pantheon? It's a pantheon of God. It's like the opening scene is like the teacher explaining gods battling yeah. each other, which is a metaphor for yeah. the god, the UIs who are gods. It's that's like such a stretch. None of the books are called Pantheon. Like it's not like that's not something they got from the. Why did they end up with this name? Uh, just call the show Uploaded, like Uploaded Intelligence. Like No, upload, Uploaded uploaded. Intelligence is not a sexy title. Uploaded. Pantheon at least is a sexy title. Uploaded but it is does, not Uploaded a sexy... has to do with something. Uploaded like... sounds like a rom-com about people falling in love with AIs. It sounds like her. That's what Upload sounds uh, like. By the way, speaking That's of... That's uh, very confusing. Uh, also, I'll just say there's an Amazon show already called Upload two years ago. Oh, there so. you go. Uploaded. Uploaded. Uh, speaking, of her, speaking of her, by the way, I wanted Alex's take. Uh is uh C- Cody and uh Lori is this a her oh, situation? God. Yes. <laughs> Even yes, though it's it not is. artificial intelligence, it's a upload intelligence of someone but you know. But she it's is still, a... still like this version of her is completely online. It's not like a physical flesh at all. 
So Although I think in that sense, they, yeah, they, it is the same. Yeah, they do talk about using tools together to, you know, pleasure themselves. Yeah. So like that, that, that's kind of like her, too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is, is uh, Lo- would Laurie have left uh, him for another UI? Uh, also, is, that, is that how that movie ends? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, also, um, Cody is about on the same level of loser as Joaquin Phoenix in that movie, oh. too. So. Okay, I, I, oh Cody is God. less of a loser than I would say. Cody's that. less of a loser. Alex, he's just a I think normal cool. artist guy who ended up being with an incredibly brilliant woman. And Joaquin Phoenix is a guy who writes greeting cards. Like, no, Joaquin yeah, that's worse. Is that's way <laughs> less. In, I think Cody's got more going on, and he's like a more interesting, fun person. He's not that interesting, but he's more interesting okay. than Joaquin Phoenix. It's a low bar, but he clears it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, I think that was all I had to say. I, that, that, <laughs> why Pantheon? Like, why? Like, uh, just name, name it, name it. Uh, some I don't know. Uh, anything. Like, uh, and, and something what, related what were you to saying technology. about the opening sequence? You, you didn't like that either. It's just pictures of like statues, and there's a heartbeat. I really don't like heartbeats in things. It stresses me out, so I didn't like that. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this about you in seven years. I never. I don't want heartbeats. <laughs> there's never been like such a blatant heartbeat in something like that. Like like da 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 da. Like no. Uh, but I, anyway, none of it has anything to do with with uh, what's going on here. Some intros overstay their welcome in terms of length. This one gets like really right to it. It's very yeah, quick. quick. I love that uh, they, they put a skip intro button on the AC Plus. It's like yeah. two seconds. <laughs> like, what am I skipping? Watch it. Just watch it for the fun music. It glitches out. It's fun. The the first short story is called "The Gods Will Not Be Chains." I don't think you can call it that though. So I understand well, why the, we're changing the, the name. Was titled that. Yeah, and then the finale is called "The Gods Will Not Be Slain," which is the is the finale title, which is the oh, second book. Okay. But um, oh, God in yeah. it. It's gonna just read as a very different kind of show. All the religious people are gonna come. They're gonna be very confused by the sci-fi thriller. I feel like Pantheon's not the worst title. It's just kind of confusing. <laughs> But it's, it's better than calling it, like, Ethernet, you know? Like, it could have been way worse. I, I think it's a bad title also for an AMC Plus show. Like, if, like, you're trying to convince people to watch this, having a more descriptive name would be better. If it was, like, more widely available, maybe it would be a better name. Um, so, yeah, I think you need to show them a trailer, I guess. You can't just say, watch this. this, this uh, you, you, you show them the part. first episode on YouTube. That, that's, yeah. That's that, a that, that was a good move. That was a good move. Um. Alex, uh, any random things? Yeah, so um, I got a couple things here. First of all, the music choices in this show are very on the nose a lot of the time. And sometimes sometimes (laughs) that works. I think uh, the usage of Alive by Pearl Jam is very effective, and like you know that uh, them singing it together was was really nice. Um, I, I I think the pro- the promise is a is a good use there, um, with uh, with Cody and Lori. Um, other times it, it gets a little um, funky. Uh, Mr. Roboto being used in a montage, it just felt very the, the tone felt off there. Like it's, I love Mr. Roboto, but it's like '80s cheese slapped in this very serious yeah, by the- drama. By the way, um, I think that was supposed to be a silly scene. Like, I, th- like, I think maybe, that's what they're going but, like, for. Just, but uh, I, at least to me, like, I don't, I didn't really get much silliness from the show overall. So, like, when that came, I was like, uh, uh, okay. Right. I, I, that's that's why I'm saying I think it has like tonal problems. Like, I think it tries to be silly sometimes, but it's like it's pretty ju- it's pretty jarring. Yeah, and, and what, a, what a, the the finale, the "Don't Dream It's Over" cover, the cliche of slowing down a happy '80s song into something it, moody. And I love it, Alex. It's the kind of it. nonsense I love. I love it when they do it in trailers. I love it when they do it here. All 
the seriousness. Yeah, let's go. This isn't the version you remember. No, you can't end it with this. Yes, they can, and they did. Like I get, on paper, it makes sense. Like you put a brooding song over a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's brooding. They just yeah. Alex, this is exactly a like, moment. like AMVs. It's it's corny as heck, but there's some it, that truth was an AMV to at it. The end. Deep inside, yes. Well, I was kind of like, oh, I could make a really stupid AMV with the song, that's and, but that's what's great about it. Let people have their fun. That's what I All say. Right. I defend the music show. I, I, Alex, Alex, I tried Shazamming the cover at the I end, and nothing, ca- nothing came up. So I think, th- did they make this cover for the, so. yes, <laughs> for the show? Yes, let's go. Pockets <laughs> AMC. They're like, we like this idea so much, we're gonna commission it. It's over. Yes, I can. Hell yeah. What a brilliant! No, uh, my favorite, my favorite music choice was "When in Rome" for the backstory, though. Yeah, that's I, I fine. Yeah. Also, there's a song that plays um, when when uh, when they first upload uh, David, like they've recovered him from the company, and it's uh, like, um, how does it feel? Like uh, that was like unique enough, and it's and it still fit the fit the scene. It was like, oh, okay, like this feels very emotional, like it fits there. So like there are good choices in here, but I, I, there's just other choices that just made me lose my mind. Um, <laughs> So besides besides the music, um, just a couple of other minor characters we haven't really talked about. Um, there's uh, Justine, um, for her, uh, Maddie's friend from school, who like drives her around and stuff. I thought she was fun, you know, like she was great. She was so fun. Yeah. So I, I, and like you know, again, again, we talk about Maddie doesn't have much of a life. Her connection with Justine is something you can build on. Like there's a, there's a little bit there. Like she can have her own life outside of all this. Yeah, she's stuff. she's there at the end. But again, I feel like Maddie's like there, and Justine's just like so much fun to to observe how she reacts to realizing everything's insane. Yeah, she's such like like Justine is such a good straight man, but Maddie's just kind of. What's interesting about Maddie is her relationship to Justine. Unfortunately, yeah. it feels like the same continuation of a lot of how Maddie interacts with other characters. Yeah, so uh, she, she's around, and uh, yeah, I, I love that um, Gabe, who is Ellen's person she's dating, uh, and he just like exits the show entirely. Poor <laughs> like, Gabe. Uh, like, he's doing all right. And like the thing is, like Ellen and David don't even—they reconcile, but they're not like, dating anymore. So like she could totally go back to yeah. Gabe, and I think they would be sort of okay with it after that conversation they had. They just didn't bother bringing him back. Uh, Too much like, other. That's how, that's how season two. It's gonna open, and yeah, it's like season hey, Gabe's back. two, bring Gabe yeah, back. Yeah. They, they reconciled off screen. That's uh, they're not not reconciled. They got back together. Yeah. So yeah, those those, those are just my uh, random thoughts. Um, but Pantheon's really good. Any any complaints I have, musically or otherwise, are very minor. But this is all a good experience. Uh, nice. Last uh, last criticisms from me. Random stuff. Uh, the oh the 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 flaw. Uh, I I don't understand why it uh, impacted uh, the the two. Uh, Sean does fi- seems fine from the flaw. Oh, he was uploaded later. He he's doing so much stuff. Why is he not degrading <laughs> as much as the other two people? Good point. He's doing so much. Stop. He's doing. He's he's, he's the true. most extra, and he's like he's launching a nuke. Extra. Like, shouldn't he be degrading he by now? Grew his hair out, made a big house out of nowhere. Yeah, he should have been uh, glitching a little. I think that's fair. Codes. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the flaw. The flaw is like a annoying like TV like plot thing they needed to insert. It's not in the book, so I, I hope they solve it pretty quickly. Uh, I hope we get integrity to everyone because it's kind of annoying me. 
Um, I, I, I did briefly like the discussion they had about, uh, I think um, Caspian had it about, like, why should we fix the flaw? Like, isn't it a good thing that there's, like, a time yeah! limit to how long these things last? Like, I, 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 that's one thing that I wish they maybe dug a little bit more into, but I get that they couldn't because, like, you by that point, you already have the emotional connections to the UIs. You already know that it's, like, it feels kind of cruel. But at the same time, it's like, maybe that is a good thing. I don't know. Uh, no, I think that'll be relevant for next season. Like, uh, do we want to give, like, is he going to want to give integrity to everyone else or is he, uh, gonna, like, uh, not want to do that? Cause having a million gods, probably not, uh, the, the best day of having one God. Is that, I think that, I think all of those, these questions yeah. Will, yeah. will become relevant here. Um, other, uh, uh, dumb minor thing. The, so they, they install in the Mr. Roboto scene, they install the servers, uh, into the random house. And it's like, okay, obviously David's in, like, his former house. Like, who would be too stupid to not know that? But then – and then they have a tracking program, and they're like, okay. But then they they subvert the tracking program, and it's like, oh, I don't know where David is. I can't find them anymore, logarithms. Like, uh, we're not going to check his his house. We're, he's, he's a mystery forever. Well, what happened <laughs> – Watsman is in a weird spot this entire show, right? Because like he's te- he works for logarithms, but he's technically yeah. rooting for David. So it's yeah, like he's tri- their best friends. Yeah, so like he's I guess like at some point do- he doesn't want to find him. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's doing the bare minimum with to like give up. Oh, so he's, he's like trying. barely trying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what's going on there. But like it, it is a weird thing for him to try to ride that line for the entire season. Yeah, maybe they're going for that. I don't think that this was very well uh, uh, <laughs> flushed out. Um, yeah, that's the set, the whole servers thing. Yeah, they they spent a lot of time on it. Uh, it is it is a big thing in the book, but uh, like setting setting up his server. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of done with servers now. Like let let's move past that. Well, what's what's past servers? <laughs> Uh, in the story, they can put like a ten percent of themselves on this server, ten percent of themselves on this server. That's just more servers. Well, so you only have focus on like, one server. Just spread out like everywhere. Quarantine, yeah. That's it. Yeah, it is, uh, that could be interesting. Spread it out, less go. traceable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I, th- I think I think there was a few things maybe more like that that I don't even remember. Uh, but the show just moves very fast, so that's kind of inevitable. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean. So much fun. We this is like uh, already like a long discussion and could be way even longer. And I didn't even get to all the philosophy section of my notes. Even I mean, we talked a lot, a lot about it. Um, is there anything? Yeah. No, would, would, would you want to be uploaded? Um, rather than dying, yes. But I, oh, but I don't think it's me. So I don't think that would be exactly. me. I think that'd be it's a different you, person. Not, yeah. You cannot be uploaded. Right. So, but here's you're okay. Dying. Here's here's what I was thinking about though, Michelle. If so, that's mm-hmm. di- that's a different person. If you're uploaded person, which the show, I don't. Yeah. You know, if that's a different person, what mm-hmm. about you versus like ten years ago? You know, that's the next step. What about you? You're in the same body, but uh, wait, like is, me from the past? Yeah. Is that are you the same person as you from the past? You no, know, no, they're not the same person. <laughs> Not on a one. Not, one. Yeah, but pe- people talk about that in terms of like, uh, like a theoretical thing. Like, oh, I'm such a different person. But like, literal, your like literal identity. Like, yeah, you literally are different, though. You have like what, like, like if it was like half my lifespan, like those extra fifteen years matter. Is, is that equivalent to like, oh, I'm gonna clone myself? Oh, me versus me. No, 10 no, years no, ago, no it's completely ago. different. I think the clone thing is. Oh, oh, wait, are you talking about Caspian again? RG uh, talking about like AI stuff because like Caspian's different. I mean, the AI thing or the UI thing is just like if you can access your reality in this completely different dimensional way, 
that changes you so much that you, yeah. you just I like mean, you cannot be the same. Well, it's Versus, it's not just that you have access to all these things. It's that it's a different instance of you, right? Like that's why I clone, yeah. if you could clone you're, me at at my current state, it's is like, completely like different. my pers- my perspective, right? Like is, is is that's not me if you clone someone. But like um, in, even in like oh. in your in your human body, you can gain very different perspectives and gain a lot of skills over the course of your life that you didn't. Yeah, but you're limited by being organic. And I, I think the show the show brings this up with the like Lori thing. It's because it's like, yeah. oh, that's a different version of me from before. Exactly. But if she was human, would it be different? Her her when she didn't love him, her when she loves him now. Yeah, is that the same? Is that a different person? It's a different. Per- well, yeah, it's the human person. It's different. But if they were both human, would that be a the, different person? They, they or is it just an earlier people. version of her? They would be different people. That, I think that's kind of an ex- that's kind of an extreme take. Like you from like ten years ago is not ways, you. They be this is the same as twins. The same DNA. Yeah, but the twin is this. It's two. It's two different instances. You know, like uh, like the like. And twins you can is still have you. different experiences after they're born. Right. You is so. still you That's in your body. Point. But like, okay, if there is a divergence, you become a different person. I feel like that's. That's I I, I kind of think so too, but I think that's yeah. like a pr- that's a pretty out there take compared it's to how we typically think about I mean, things. For, it's not saying you're not a person; it's just saying you're a different person. The shape you like have a you like have a different identity, like your identity. Yeah, is, you have a different identity, different perspective. Different things happen to you that inform your perception of the world and yourself. It's always going to be different. So it's not okay, the same person. Then, here, here's the next step. Uh, what about ten years? Sure. What about like yesterday? You know, like different uh, person. You, I, I kind of think so. That's that's like a pretty extreme take. I feel like most people would not agree with that. Person. That's really it's, it's really interesting. And I think the show invites that like line of thinking. Yeah. And that's one of the strains for sure. Like yeah, I had so much I think fun it's with also that. Like type how of much thing. how much change are you, do you expect? Do you, are are you allowed in a person before they become a different person? You know. Yeah. Like, because I, I think that's I, the, because I do think like. Yeah, like people on their own change and and drastic ways sometimes, and you can still be the same person, at least in my like way of thinking. What you're still is. you, but you're not the same. That is how I feel. Okay, well that's 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 still you, yeah, and that, that's different from different person, you know. That's, yeah, that's uh, what that's, I mean. That's like you're a different person, but you're still you. Okay. Okay. You yeah, so, so that's more of a. So I think we're like thinking, de- yeah. definitions are like diverging yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think, I think all of it, this, this is very interesting. And I, I hope, I hope we lean into this type of thing. I, I think that's one of the big Because also like, can you, can you be a person and not human? Because like for some people, that's, those are different things. That was my big thing. I finally came around to, yeah, you can be a person, not human. But also like, I, I'm like, yeah, I feel like human implies body, but personhood can be like more broadly applied. That is my specific way of organizing those labels. <laughs> but I know that may not be how everyone else feels. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think all all of this whole the basic concept of upload intelligence is dependent on uh, you can separate the sense of self from the body. Um, yeah, which I think is probably not true. But yeah, the show uh... <laughs> not yet. Well, our technology is definitely not there. Yeah, maybe uh, in 500 years, if humanity survives, uh, we'll have. Uh, we're not going to last that long, Dylan. No. I that, that's, some, the, that's the thing. None of this maybe is Maybe 150 but... years. No, no. Some little kid who's like 10 years old is watching Pantheon right now is like, whoa, I could do that. And I, in oh, 50 there, years, he's going to be like, I did. the new Steve Jobs. He'll be the new Caspian. Yeah. And he'll be like, uh, he'll be in front of like the United Nations being like, I watched Pantheon as a kid and I changed I the world. I learned all I know from AMC. <laughs> Plus, 
You wow. guys remember streaming TV? <laughs> no, no ten-year-old kid is watching You're AMC sure? Plus. Come on, that's the mo- that's the least realistic. Thing <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts on Pantheon? If you like chaos, watch Pantheon. Chaos as a show—that's the tagline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I chaos agree. is good. Chaos can be good. It's, you should embrace chaos. If anything, chaos is fun. Yeah. So. Some yeah. real, some real Shandas over here. Yeah, real Shandas. I hope that becomes a thing. <laughs> okay. Can I be a Mori instead? I think. Uh... I think everyone probably. to be the coolest looking lady. I get it. Yeah. It's a big vibe. Yeah. Okay, that's the new identity. Is are you David Laurie? Are you a Shonda or a Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> the two genders. The two genders. Yeah, the two the genders are human and uploaded intelligence. Those yeah. Are, wow. Yeah, that's the next evolution. Okay, that's it on Pantheon. Let us know all of your thoughts on uh, wherever you can comment. Uh, check out our previous podcasts at overlyanimated.com. We're recording this before the first Owl House special comes up, so we'll have some more clone discussion Speaking of chaos. very soon. Woo! Clones uh, are the I hottest ho- men. This is, this oh, is what I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. You got, that's what you got to do. My, my, uh, I hope that my pre-Owl House special, I hope that they explain the reason for cloning as much as this show did, which is like, oh, you're going to, we're trying to do these inflection points and make you the same person, right? Like, uh, what if, what if Bellos? Oh, uh, that, Bellos is, Goofy Bellos is going to have that conversation, 100%. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, that that's the, that well, episode five uh, Pantheon coming in the special. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, yeah, all over anime.com comments there. Uh, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Anon. And thanks as always to our patron executive producer, Steve Michael and Phonician. Uh, yeah, let us know if you watch Pantheon, if you checked it out. I hope more people do. And uh, and tell uh, other people, because yeah, it, tell, it, it yeah, needs definitely. the help. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell people to get that AMC Plus subscription. Yep, that's what we're hoping for. Or High Dive. <laughs> Apparently high people dive. that. Yeah, high I don't dive. know what the there heck you go. that is. Yeah, we're not weep enough to know that how to Um Okay, there you go. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.